is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs, and we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Scotiabank is proud to co-present the Thrive Podcast for Women Entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit sovereigninsurance.ca to learn more. Diversify. Don't just put all your eggs in one export market, think about what other export markets you could do well at, and EDC will help you figure that out. With Export Development Canada, doing business abroad doesn't need to be risky. We take on the risks so you can think bigger and grow confidently. EDC, take on the world. listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs start and build thriving businesses. On the Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality even faster. This podcast is presented in partnership with Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. Make your way over to startupcan.ca forward slash podcasts to subscribe to the Thrive community. And subscribe to listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Finally, we'd love for you to rate this podcast and leave a review on iTunes for the chance to have it read on air. We want these shows to impact as many people as possible, and your reviews will help us get there. I'm your host, Gomal Minhas, founder of CoreSpace, your one-stop shop for all things work, wellness, and impact. Visit kaur.space to find out more. I'm also the producer of Dream Girl, the documentary film showcasing the lives of inspiring and ambitious female entrepreneurs that we premiered at the Obama White House. I'm so happy to be here today. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to have a Northern woman entrepreneur who was born and raised in Iqaluit, Nunavut on the show today. Bernice Kutu-Clark is the founder and president of Wasau Soap, an Inuit-owned company dedicated to preserving traditional Inuit knowledge by incorporating it in a new and modern way. Guided by Inuit values and a commitment to revitalizing Inuit culture, all of Wasau's products feature natural ingredients like bowhead whale oil, seal oil, and tundra. Fellow Inuit reach out to Bernice to share their knowledge of healing methods that have a long history. Fellow Inuit reach out to Bernice to share their knowledge of healing methods that have a long history in Inuit culture spanning hundreds of years. In May, Bernice took home the 2019 Startup Canada's Entrepreneur's Choice Award for the North Region. In May, Bernice took home the 2019 Startup Canada Entrepreneur's Choice Award for the North Region. And in 2016, she was awarded the Top Aboriginal Business of the Year Award from the Yukon First Nation Chamber of Commerce. 
In May, Bernice took home the 2019 Startup Canada Entrepreneur's Choice Award for the North Region, and in 2016, she was awarded the Top Aboriginal Business of the Year Award from the Yukon First Nation Chamber of Commerce. She has raised four beautiful children in her home community surrounded by friends and family. Welcome to the show, Bernice. Thank you so much for having me. Your story is such a special and beautiful story. And when I was talking to um, the team here at Startup Canada, they shared that to join at the White Horse Awards, you actually traveled for four days to arrive um, at the awards ceremony. So you're not just in the north. You are you are quite in, in a very northern community. Yes, yes. So the travel from Iqaluit, I had to get to into Ottawa, then in from Ottawa, um, there was a few flights, um, and uh, uh, yeah, I made it in the morning of the the day of. So I landed with my feet running, <laughs> <laughs> as is the entrepreneur life, right? Yes, no different. <laughs> no different. So I love starting with the origin story. So can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and to create Wasau Soap? Yes, if uh, that day, if if I knew that the craft was going to become a business, I think I would have stayed home <laughs> because of the fear of <laughs> becoming an entrepreneur. I mean, who am I to think I can be a business person? To me, that was so um, a foreign um, area because I've always worked for the federal, uh, I'm sorry, the Nunavut government uh, or a private organization. So um, the day I went to the craft market um, to test out selling my because I started off with body butters mm -hmm. I went um, I went to the craft fair not really sure if they're how I would do um, but because of the because of that I I brought my other table with me I had um, Mary Kay business at the time uh, as well as um, doing my own uh, body butters at home so it gave me that confidence. Uh, I had been a Mary Kay rep for about nine, ten years. Um, if I honestly, if I didn't do Mary Kay, it wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had the confidence to become a business person. But because it gave me the um, an, an an insight to the business world and you know, having your own stock and and everything else that comes with being your own boss. I went in that morning into what is called the Tunic Time Craft, the annual Tunic Time Craft Fair. When the sun returns, we have many celebrations, and one of them uh, is a big craft craft market. And I was quite surprised that there was there was a uh, a market there. Um, there there were other people that wanted to use natural products, so I wrote a list down and. That's how it started um, with really wanting soft skin and no, no one was making natural products in Nunavut. The prices for um, the, the prices were quite high for um, post um, shipping. Mm -hmm. So I decided to uh, build my own supply and that's where <laughs> I found users. Yeah. And how did the community respond? Because to go from that first craft fair to what you've built now, the response must have been incredible. 
Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was surprised that um, you know there was other people that wanted to stop using um, chemicals in their lotion. I had friends saying, "I I want natural. If it's going to go in my body, then it I might as well it might as well be a healthy product." So that's that that's that's when I started uh, using the uh, the body butter, and I come I came home from the market to my husband, um, who, who felt that, uh, he didn't believe, um, there would be buyers, but I, I had a feeling I went with it. I went with the gut instinct. I went with everything against people didn't believe it would, uh, pick up or I just ignored it. I forged through and I saw, and I said, <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> And what provided so, that courage? Like what inspired that that knowing? And also how did you stay motivated and and that confidence? Where did you build that from when you had that hunch but that those around you weren't necessarily the most supportive? Yeah, um so I I really did go with my gut instinct. I knew that this was going to be I didn't know how big, but I knew that it was going to um take it had legs. I knew it had legs. <laughs> I just had to prove it to everyone else. <laughs> and I, I, I just, I went ahead and I shut everyone out, um, that I felt like were not, um, encouraging. And I just put my head, you know, just straightened my back and forged ahead. That's so inspiring. I feel like a lot of our listeners can use that that courage and that inspiration um, in their lives to say, I know that this is the thing I need to do and I'm going to make it regardless of what anyone around me says. Yes. And if I that gut instinct is so you have to follow through, you have to follow through with that feeling and that. Other thing, the voices will, you know, your your own self, you can get it in your own way. So just keep going with that feeling. That that was my, that's what I did. And, and, and now it, it's, <laughs> it, it's becoming more of than just soft skin. Um, it's become a cultural aspect where I have become more and more deeper into my culture where I didn't even realize it was happening. I didn't even know I was um, getting stronger and confident, not just in becoming a business person, but also with my culture. So to build off of um, what you shared about your culture and this becoming something of a point of pride for yourself um, and helping you come closer to your culture, what does Waso mean for you in in your culture and for those in your community, how do, how what is it like to represent your culture in a broader way in a, on a bigger stage? Again, that um, that is very. Those are big words for someone that um, is just beginning in the world of business. Not only business, but I'm a. I've become the the. Um, I've become the image. Um, in my culture, where people come to me for they're she, they're sharing the healing benefits. So not only uh, is it scary that I'm becoming an uh, that I am an entrepreneur, 
but also the cultural aspect of it because um, that's that's quite a bit of a big job. And it's really, um, for, for me to take on that role, I didn't go in thinking that I would be this in this role. I went in, um, okay, I'll use my tattoo for instance. It's, I've had this tattoo on my back. It's the logo of my business. I wanted my business to have my me as a personal um, aspect in there. So it, it, it's I'm, I'm representing me now, Bernice, as, as a business. So I'm putting it on my logo now. Okay. So then I got deeper into it. Then I uh, explained what, what does your logo mean? So then I started explaining um, why I chose my logo with my business because I'm making it more me now. I, I It's entering, it's going on a deeper level. And then from then on, Inuit, my fellow Inuit started coming to me, specifically Mika Mike, who came to me and said to me, she's a um, she's Iqaluit resident, originally from Panyaktu, where a lot of the bowhead, uh, the hunt was uh, when the European whalers came. So she came to me knowing that the bowhead had a lot of healing um, power to it. Uh, her brother used my soap and the bow, uh, the bowhead body butter, and she knew that it was healing his skin. So she asked me to uh, incorporate the bowhead whale with what was healing. And I was quite taken aback. Like, that's, that's a big responsibility. Um, how... How do I add this? Uh, like, wow, how, how? Like all these questions were in my head and I put it aside and I wasn't quite ready yet. And um, I wasn't sure how it would add into my product. The funny, the great thing with this business is there's so many ways that it just became connected. My husband is, um, who who is my business partner, um, he is a cook by trade, a chef by trade. So those things that he, what he learned in school became useful in our soap business. So when he, we tried the bowhead whale oil, incorporating it into the product, and we weren't sure if it would mesh or get together. Like, um, I'm, I'm speaking in English, but I'm thinking in ineptitude. Yeah, it, um, it wouldn't mix or it would like separate, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm so here to help. That Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So when we saw that it didn't separate when it hard uh, in the process of when it's hardening, um, we both looked at each other and we're like, maybe this will work. <laughs> so we started. <laughs> we we gave her the product. So we contacted Mika back and said we're very happy to say that it mixed well it didn't separate so we want you to be the first uh, uh, our trial for our product so she gave it to her um, brother and herself and she's like yep it's great there's no smell it's it's great it it worked and we then put it made stickers onto our soap and then that was it no going back so, yeah, it was so important for me to incorporate my culture into my business because it is me. 
um, I wanted it to reflect my knee as um, first Bernice, then, okay, wow, I'm, I'm going to start incorporating my culture into my business. Why not? It is who I am. Um, so I start with my logo and then the name, I'm like, oh, what do we call this business? Like, and then I jokingly said to my husband, well, why don't we call it Wash? And because what our business name is uh, derived from the English word uh, wash. And then the end of the wash, uh, there's an addition to it that makes it an agent. So a cleaning agent. So it's, we, you would pronounce it as wasouti or wasout. I dropped the T to be um, creative. So it could be um, a palindrome word. And the tail of the Amauti baby carrier are the letters of the U and the A. So it, I incorporated it as much as I can with me having two worlds. My father is um, French and my mother was Inuk. So I've always tried to incorporate the two worlds. So I incorporated um, the logo with the name and the look, the, the look of the business. And then the bowhead came. So really it was little bit by little bit and being and daring and accepting the challenges. That's so remarkable. I am in love with your story. <laughs> um, as one would suspect, I'm sure that there have been some challenges with building a business in the North. Can you share a little bit about when it came to building the business, what hurdles you were faced with and how you overcame them? Yes, living in the Arctic, we have very few resources. We have shortage of um, buildings here. The, the homelessness is huge here. So for me to think... And the high cost of uh, renting a place. Mm. I don't know the numbers, but they are not, they're not, um, you can't, you cannot start up with the prices of um, rent here. It's ridiculous uh, amount of, um, for rent. So I did it at home. I did everything. I made it work. I, I did everything at home. I used in my home my, my own microwave, my own metal uh, products. Um, sometimes I would taste essential oil in my food because I'm in my <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> so it's like this business is uh, living with us right now. And it's grown way out of our comfort of a home. Um, but still, we're working with what we have and what we can do. So um, the biggest was rent, uh, the, the rent. It will be, it will be um, too much right, right now. I don't want to. I would have to grow the business too quickly in order for to make profit. I don't want to run the business like that. Mm -hmm. The business is run by healing methods. And everything else comes after. I'm not worried about... Um, like money part. So it's been living off um, of my fund. Like I've, I've been supporting the business financially. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's not the ideal, but it's okay for now. 
and I know it will change. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, my home has been what has, uh, started the business. Um, shipping is a very, very high, uh, it's very high in the Arctic. So we have to organize ourselves by going on to the, sh- uh, so we have a freight coming by ship. So we have to prepare in advance, um, calculate how much we think we're going to sell. Um, yeah, it, the costs are quite, they go high quickly. Even mm-hmm. we, using the ship, we have to hire uh a business to pick it up we have to hire uh, so there's still things we have to learn in that part mm-hmm. and this year we're getting ready to try and uh, cut costs in areas where we can so it it's still a challenge um transportation f- uh, freight and how um to rent a place those are big and also and uh, i will have to um, get into a new area of hiring people. I haven't uh, had that. I haven't been there yet. So mm-hmm. that's another uh, thing to f- figure out. How does that feel to know that you are building a business that will not only contribute, like not only represents your culture in the products you make in the healing, but you'll one day also be hiring your community. Um, what does that feel like for you? <sighs> Even you is saying it's giving me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I got them too. <laughs> that's uh, that's a dream. I, that's my dream. That's my. I'm going to go towards that, and t- it feels so empowering to be the one. I'm the there. I would be the one that would create um, f- uh, monies for the Nunavut. I would, I would create employment for other people. I, I know starting, um, even in the beginning before I started my career, I wanted that chance. I wanted to look around and I just need that opportunity. And I'm so happy to be the one that's going to be, uh, able to provide that one day. It's, it's, it's big. <laughs> it's massive. It, it just like, I still got my chills. This is beautiful. <laughs> and I think it's also something that Startup Canada noticed. I, they, you were given the 2019 Startup Canada Entrepreneur's Choice Award for the North Region. Oh, What was that like to get that acknowledgement? Tell me. My goodness. So in twenty, I'm going to go back to 2017 when I nominated myself. Me and my husband went to um went into Ottawa ourselves, and um, I was like so eager and looking around, smiling at everyone, and I'm going to be these people one day. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm going to do. But so when I got the email, oh my goodness, my the world just flipped, and it's like it's happening. I got so busy producing and into my business and just focused in into it that I forgot the rest of this is important to be recognized. So I knew this, this, when I nominated myself. So for 2019, I'm not exactly sure who nominated me yet. Um, but wow, (laughs) I was so floored. I, I, again, I told you so (laughs) my husband, I'm pointing to my husband. I told you we're going to be up there. (laughs) 
So it was it's huge. Like, I, I, it's still dreaming. Like, I put on my jacket. I'm not taking off my Startup Canada alumni pin. I'm, I show that off all the time. It's a responsibility we have as entrepreneurs. We have to encourage and motivate people and let them plant that seed that they can also be entrepreneurs. Can't be what you can't see. And you're, you're being it so a lot of others can see it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so when you were starting out, um, did you have access to resources or supports for women entrepreneurs? And, and as you're going through your journey now, have what resources were available to you, if any? Um, it's, it has it's quite challenging in the Arctic because there's not enough uh, people in the roles of uh, like for funding or to tell you go here or go there. I did that without, there are funding. There is, there is, there's funding for this, but I, there was too many, sometimes they were roadblocks. Sometimes I would start an application or so I just did it on my own and I said, I'll figure it out later. But when there's something in my way, I'll go around it or I'll shelve it. And I shelved those opportunities where I could, I could receive or look for money, but um, I think I need to practice I'm hearing myself right now. I need to practice more with the funding part. Um, it's I, fun, money is very important to run a business. Uh, yes, I understand, but uh, it's not my focus. Money is. I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing, and I've had to learn how to accept money. <laughs> mm. um, that's. Even now I'm sweating talking about money. Um, it's so hard, right? Like it's such a fraught topic. Yeah. And I feel like also I came, I was born and raised in Grand Prairie, Alberta, which is not a Caluit and in and, Nunavut, but it's, an, it's a Northern for Alberta community. And I think that mm-hmm. there's, there's just different culture around these conversations. And yes. I think as well, like how does this, the healing aspect is the priority and the resurgence of your culture and your practices within yeah. the culture and that education is the priority. So it makes sense to me that that would be how you've done it. It also, through um, uh, Entrepreneur, uh, pro, um, it's a Northern-based program uh, to help uh, startup uh, entrepreneurs um, build up their business. And it has helped me grow as well um, with this part where I'm having problems with, not problem. I don't want to say problems. It's just a hurdle for me to get over mm-hmm. um, because I don't want to say money would, <laughs> um, like, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want it to sound like, I, I just try and, protect the business from anything negative. I'm not saying money is negative at all. It need, a business is needed. Uh, money is needed for uh, to start the business. It's just um, I'm learning how to um, build a positive relationship. In, uh, 
Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know how to put it into words. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. Beautiful. Building a a positive relationship with the money part of it because... Uh, like I said, you can't grow a business without money. You can't hire people without the money. It's important. So I'm, that's, I'm still learning, um, growing in that area and getting more comfortable in touching and requesting. <laughs> yeah. And it's a process. I feel the same way. I think that there's so many of us who don't, and especially because I think as women too, we it's a difficult conversation because it's new for us to be in positions of authority Mm -hmm. over household wealth, over money decisions. So it's murky for me too. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Because in, in a culture, this is an, we're very, we're a new, um, coming out into this economic world. It's a new, you know, in the last hundred years or so it's, it's, it's a new world for us. My grandparents worked for a company. So it's not like even for me to become an entrepreneur, like they would be so proud of me right now. They would look at me and like, oh, you are doing what? Like <laughs> you are so proud. Like I, I look at them and I think when I start to feel like, you know, I just need encourage. We all need encouragement. And they are my I look at my grandparents and my late mom and I look at the pictures and I'm like, they would be so proud of me. It's not just, just me. It's also other people that want to see me succeed. The ones who came before there's one quote from Maya Angelou that I love is I come as one, but I stand as 10,000 all my ancestors before me. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) So that is that the embodiment of that. Wow. Yes. Yes. You shared a little bit about Entre North, but were there other um, mentors or people who supported you really in the beginning that you would love to share share about um, and talk about? It's it was quite a lonely world, mm. a lonely world of um, because I have other jobs. I had to do the business in my spare time. I really became a hermit. where I was a social butterfly, I became, yeah, it, it, what also in our marriage, it's, you're doing everything in this business, right? So there's going to be frustrations, gross pains, and everything else that comes with running your own business is also like the frustrations that come with it. And me and my husband are quite close with each other. And, you know, you turn to the closest person when you're frustrated. And we, yeah, we were quite frustrated with each other. What almost could have um, ended a marriage is now building it stronger. We, it it almost, yeah, it almost, uh, (laughs) to be quite honest, it almost like took the marriage. Uh, And now... We look at each other and we're so strong in with this business now that it's the save, it it, it become, it became the save, uh, what saved our marriage. Um, The mentorship, um, I received through Baututi encouragement as well. They would, Baututi Inuit women uh, in business, uh, sorry, Baututi Inuit women in 
business network. Um, I was accepted into this network of Inuit women in business. Um, it gave me that extra little gas that I needed to go a little bit farther because I was so wowed by Lena Ivik, who runs the uh, Inuit um, um, school here. She's so strong and she, I looked up to her. I It just like made my eyes like shiny, like stars. <laughs> I saw stars. I'm like, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing other entrepreneurs, um, I, I, I just wanted to be one of them. <laughs> um, I was lucky that uh, through... Um, entrepreneur I was given a mentor and I said honestly I don't know how to use a mentor I was given one through Paututi Inuit um, women um, the organization gave me a mentor but I just didn't know how to use the mentor so we talked about that in entrepreneur uh, how do you use a mentor? Um, what are you comfortable with? So we talked about, uh, first you understand the business. Uh, then we are paired with, uh, a mentor that we chose. So they gave us a bio and the first uh, mentor, you know, you have to find the right one for you and your business, like any relationship. And it, uh, with me, I, I, it didn't work. Um, so they gave, hooked, uh, gave me another mentor that I felt I connected with because I was just wanted to hear what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever he was saying, I was just hanging off his words. I don't, there was something about him that just, uh, that clicked. And he said to me one one day, um, because I'm producing still soap and I was afraid of letting go of control um, of the business, of the growth. He said to me, what CEO do you know that is producing soap? Mm. <laughs> that was like, oh, the walls fell. Instantly, that's when I knew it was a good connection because he can say words to me that I didn't have to try and figure out or fight or it just resonated and deeply went into me. And I was like, you are so right. And with the money aspect, he also helped me. Well, OK, you want to help your people. You want to help your people heal. How are you going to do that? You need money. You need mm -hmm. money to grow. So he just put things in perspective for me and also my market he said you have to know your market you have to know who you're selling to so I really focused in on why I was doing this my value my customers it was like a microscope into my business and oh he was amazing I'm, I'm so thankful that I was lucky to find him so Find, I would suggest finding that person that you listen to, that you you take their words and you're not you're not like, what does he mean by that? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> just a relationship, a working relationship.
Oh, that's so incredible that you found someone who you resonated with so deeply and yes. could say the hard things to you that you needed to hear, but in a safe and like exactly. supportive kind of way. So yes, for the company, what are your dreams? What are your dreams for Wasso? The dreams for Wasso. Um, in a perfect world, I am not producing anymore that I can focus in. I have hired someone to produce the soap. Um, this person that is that I have hired, I already picture them growing inside. And that's a beautiful thing in itself. And also my vision is um, I want to go on the land to heal. My culture and my Inuit have gone through trauma with residential school, with uh, our cult, our spirituality being taken, our language being taken. So right now we're, we are very much in deep of uh, returning, taking everything back. Maybe not in the same way, but in our own way and in each person's small way that they're doing. Uh, there's throat singing, there's clothing. These are new ways that we're returning our identity. We're taking back our identity. Okay, so um, my vision is to have healing with each other and um, I think just by touching the land we are instantly healing so my vision is I want to have two programs where we have a boating program um, we are we are a hunting society still and we are are um, the way we hunt is very if you do not if you will not eat it, don't catch it. And if you will hunt, do it in the most sustainable way, fast and quick, no pain to the animal. I mean, uh, as quickly as you can. So in honoring and respecting in, in um, uh, claiming the uh, mammals, the animals through a program we're on the water in a boat. And the other program I see, um, because I don't want it to be gentle, gender um you know men okay men you go boating this is what you do no mm -hmm. i want it to be women and men taking the role of and feeling that um being on the land is so healing and so powerful at the same time so i want both worlds to be able to pick the tundra touch the tundra talk about the tundra what did this tundra mean how did we heal with it have the elders come and just we just listen and connect again. And that's my dream is to be able to return to the, I get so emotional mm. talking about my culture. That's so beautiful. My dream. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's time to get back to our roots and to get back and take back and claim back what is rightfully ours and what has always been ours. And we have to encourage and love each other and motivate each other. And I feel like being an entrepreneur, I have that role and I have that power right now. And 
I don't take it lightly. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. (laughs) There's no sorry necessary. You got me going now. (laughs) And you're right. Like, this is such a powerful thing that you are doing and that you've created for yourself, for your culture, and for your community. So thank you for Wausau and thank you for your courage (laughs) and your confidence and your passion and your commitment to your culture and reclaiming your culture. It is what the world needs. It's what this country needs. (laughs) Um, Okay, so to come back to the last question I ask all of our guests um, is, what advice do you have for our listeners for them to thrive in their business and their lives? That gut instinct, trust it, go with it. Uh, Know the money aspect of a business pay yourself. <laughs> I don't pay myself. I don't listen to my own advice. Not yet. Not pay yet. yourself. <laughs> I will. I will. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I will. And um, know your market. Know, know who you're selling to and you can hone in and focus in on those people. Know your why. Why are you doing this? You have to know why. Because in those moments when you're me, I'm making soap. I'm all alone. My friends are having fun. I'm in the kitchen and I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I love this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to remember your why and be patient. Patience, 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 patience. Yeah. And surround yourself with people like you that think like you. Thank you so much, Bernice. And I think that you. you have shown us the power of why and the power of what it is to truly be connected to our why. So thank you for that. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for Wausau. And I am so excited to order your products myself now that I can (laughs) check them out. And for everyone listening, you can check out Wausau. Uh, It is... Uh, So uh, it's U-A-S-A-U soap, wausausoap.com. Um, I am in the final stages of, uh, so the packaging portion I have, um, just received today. It's actually at the post office. So we have to learn how to do that part and then we can launch our, uh, website. Incredible. Well, I can't wait. And thank you so much, Bernice, for everything you do and for being on the show today. I'm so thankful for Startup Canada for recognizing us and I'm excited for what is come, what is to come. <laughs> Incredible. So are we. Thank you so much and can't wait to see what's in the future. Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC and Scotiabank for helping us elevate women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook Resources for Women Entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rivers Corbett. Make sure to visit CoreSpace, K-A-U-R dot space to learn to better integrate work, wellness, and impact into your everyday life. Until next time, I'm Gomal Minhas. It's time to thrive.